Hello, Forever Game listeners. On today's episode, we sit down and chat with a friend and old coworker of mine, Abby Gronley. Let me start by saying that Abby is one of the sweetest humans I think I've ever met. I loved, loved working with her so much. She has a background in business and marketing, which is how our paths crossed working together in Wilmer at a marketing agency. But she's also a lover of all things design. And about two years ago, she started a little side hustle called Kenwood Design, helping people transform their homes through interior design. And her passion for it and talent was just undeniable. And it didn't take long for it to grow into much more than a side gig. So you'll get to hear the full story and everything that's happened since in the episode today. And a little side note, I always joke and tell Abby that she is the Joanna Gaines of rural Minnesota. (laughs) Because not only is her style very similar, but she legit looks like Joanna. And you can creep her Instagram after to see the resemblance. But anyways, I hope you enjoy our convo with Abby. I know I did, and I plan to head back to Wanda, Minnesota soon to shop at her monthly pop-up retail store, but you can follow her online at Kenwood Design for more info and plenty of interior design inspiration. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Forever Game Podcast, and we are here in the bustling city of Wanda. A tractor just cruised down the main drag the main here. Drag. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I saw it. Yep, they that is a regular happening. <laughs> <laughs> Flying by. Yep, yep. Okay, so where are we? Sorry, I interrupted you, Tyler. No, no, I'm fine with it. So we're in Wanda, Minnesota, hanging out at Kenwood Design. Yep. Kenwood Home. Slash Kenwood Home. Slash Kenwood yep. Home. Both of, both of the things. Mm-hmm. With my friend and former coworker, Abby Gronley. Yes. The founder, she call herself a founder because I think that's kind of sensitive to people don't like saying that, but you are the founder. I mean, I am. How did you and pick your title like when you had to fill out the paperwork? <laughs> you know, I had to consult with my whole team. <laughs> we had to make agree sure on it. it felt yep. fair. Right. <laughs> um, no, owner, founder. I don't know. What do people, that's like, what's it. the correct, well, especially when you're like you the are sole owner, entrepreneur. the sole employee, like... <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all. You're the janitor and everything. All the things. The yeah. The accountant. Yep. The Oof. I should be one of those. <laughs> well, Abby, I know Abby's taxes are done. I know that ours are not. <laughs> I haven't That's, started. She's way she's way better than us. Mm. Well, I don't know about that. It does feel like <laughs> there's a lot of things to juggle all the time that it does feel like sometimes it's easy for those things to like slip through the cracks and you don't even know it because you're so busy doing all the other like janitor Uh cleaning things unpacking boxes pricing things and then the next second you're putting together design plans and um meeting people at their house measuring their homes I just feel like yeah then your kid is sick and then your kid is sick and then COVID happens Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just continual wrenches and things but yes yeah yeah Yeah. so So let's give a little background yeah so people listening like i know they can see some of the video here but describe your space here and next door and kind of what you do and then how that all started you can start wherever you feel like okay yeah so this sweet little building is in like you guys said wanda minnesota Mm -hmm. um the reason for choosing here um was because I live five miles from here and um, was starting, I should maybe backtrack a little bit to give a little bit of like when Kenwood Design and Kenwood Home sure, came sure. into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Kenwood Design, I started in 2018. And I remember these days fondly. Yep. So I was working <laughs> with Jamie at a marketing agency called Red Star um, and started doing interior design work for other people just like on, for fun? Yep, for yeah, yeah, fun yeah. on the side. Yeah, what made you even want to do like that first job? Um, I don't know if I know the answer to this. So I loved doing obviously things to our own oh, to sure. our own home. So we have this 1960s home that we moved onto or into on a farm mm-hmm. and um, have been fixing it up since uh, me and my husband moved in. Uh, so have been basically continually doing that. We still are working on it to this day. Um, 
And just randomly, I took a picture of our dining room because it was one of those, I think it was like a spring that was really dragging out and it was spring and like I had all the spring things in my dining room and then it started snowing outside. I'm like, come on, (laughs) we're ready for spring. And a cute little chalkboard. I remember the chalkboard. The chalkboard, yeah. I don't even remember what was written on the chalkboard, but I just snapped a picture, put it on Facebook and had a reaction to it that I guess I wasn't expecting where people are like, oh, will you come decorate my home? Yeah, it went viral. Some people call it viral, viral, Abby. But it, I mean, it it sparked more like action than I guess I was expecting. Did it give you like a little bit of confidence? Like, like maybe you maybe have always been interested in it or like doing it. Maybe I could do this. Like, whoa, maybe I have a skill set that other people don't. And is it actually in demand? Right. I think that was the biggest thing for me is realizing that it was a demand. I think I just assumed that other people decorated their own homes and enjoyed doing it but I the more I am doing this the more I realize that people are so busy with other things that if this isn't something they enjoy doing in their meantime they still want their home to feel like home but just don't have the time to make that come to life and so um Anyways, so made that post. I had a couple people who were like, will you come help with my house? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so then we, or I, started helping other people just on the side and actually made Kenwood Design like a legit thing in 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, those were the days when I was at the marketing agency. So then um, two years into it then, right? Two years? Of it just being like a side gig thing. Just gradually growing, though, for sure. Yeah, the side, yeah. The side it was gig. starting to get a little bit more difficult to balance uh-huh. balance my full-time job and this. And, and you were family expanding and, a family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was, again, just a lot of juggling. Um, and so saw this little building come up for sale. Um, and I actually don't know how long it was for sale until I actually like stumbled across it. But I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. Like just the right amount of space I need sure. because we were outgrowing everything at our house because we were getting like furniture and shipments, <laughs> shipments stuff. like and trying to like bring this stuff all downstairs to store it until my clients actually, or we would like move it in. in. Yeah, yeah, move yeah. it in pretty much. Yeah. So that was. I actually showed it to my husband. He's like, yes, let's get it. <laughs> I need the, like, I need my space back. Right, yeah. right. So, um, sorry, long well, answer to your question. To describe the space, it's a little building um, in Wanda. Half of it is brick. The other half is cinder block that we painted black. Mm-hmm. Um, we took some drone video of it that we're going to send you. you. So if you want to yeah, use thank it. thank you. Yeah. That's a bonus. Yeah. So... One half of it is for Kenwood Home, which is my home goods store. And that I started in 2020, or last year, in 2020. Got it. um, When we actually bought this building and had a space to have a store at. Um, And then the other half is just the Kenwood design portion of it. It's where I keep, like, all the samples. It's where I work on a daily basis. Sure. Um, So, yeah. Do you, like, had you ever done anything on your own before like this? Or, or you could have even just been a side thing too, like before. In terms of design projects and things like any, that? Any like business thing. Oh, no. This really was like so the first, first like venture. side. Yeah, like first sole venture was something yeah. like this. Um, before I worked at Red Star, I worked at Schwann's um, as it. a brand marketing analyst in Marshall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that was, I graduated from college and then that was my first job out of college. And then a few years later, then I joined the Red Star team and was yeah. there for a few years too. Um, yeah, had no idea that this was the well, direction But you're a very ambitious and driven person. Like you just have this mentality to you. She also got her master's. Like I remember this too. That was all happening on top of... Yeah. On top of work at the agency and possibly doing the Kenwood stuff in the very beginning. Yeah. It was, all, I think- it was like, how are you doing? And, and a first time mom, it was impressive. So that Yikes. speaks to the yeah, type there of person. Was a lot happening. And I think everyone can relate to that on some, mm-hmm. some sure. degree. So I, yeah, I think I started my master's when I was still working at Schwann's. 
And I think I did like a year mm-hmm. while I was working there. And then I finished out my following year when I was at Red Star. Yeah. And then I think shortly after. You were like, oh, no, I had, to get into something I else. had Owen in the process of all of that, too. Because wow. I was still going for my master's when we had our first born. So that was mm-hmm. a little bit of a blur. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. The my wife did the same thing, but didn't, you know, didn't have another thing on top mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I drove into Wanda today... If I didn't know that we this was here. We weren't playing Dixie Chicks, which was upsetting. Right. We weren't. Right. <laughs> no. Sorry. Um, but when I drove into Wanda, like if I, had I not known this was here, I would never expect to see something like this in Wanda. No. And I, and I don't mean, I'm not talking down about the town, but I like, I'm it's just saying. A small, it's a small town. It's a small town, but I mean, you know, like a place like this too, even in some like larger towns, you'd be like, oh really? They have an interior designer in that town? Um, tell us like. How does, like, who is, who are you servicing? Like, who are you helping? Yeah, it's kind of all over the board. I would say, like, I'm working with anyone from, like, 27 to 70. It's, it's Okay, but in the area? In the area, yeah. Um, The farthest out I'm working right now is probably in Arco, Minnesota, which is about an hour and a half away. Okay. Um, I've done, like, a project in Slayton. Um, Wilmer, like it, so I branch out beyond just obviously like this sure mm-hmm. rate or you know, but a small town region. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all in more rural areas, and I think that's been the other thing that has been a little surprising to me is that, and I think the other reason why I maybe like shied away from the idea in the past in getting into interior design is because it's kind of like, well, I don't know what kind of need there is around this area and I've found that there is a serious need. Yeah, it's like almost I, the exact opposite of what you thought. Maybe. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think it part of it is just everyone is so busy that if it really isn't something you truly enjoy doing or don't have time sure. to pull everything together, it is helpful to have somebody come in and help you with that. So mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that it's a need because I love doing it. Um, I just bring it up because I think a lot of times people, when they're looking at starting a business, will put together a business plan or something very traditional, talk to like a banker or something, mm-hmm. and they might get told not to. Oh, well, nothing has existed like this before in that area. I don't think there's going to be a need for it. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, mm-hmm. that's just not true. There's never been a need because there <clears throat> never was anyone that did it. Right. So actually back in, back when I was a high schooler, and, you know, you're getting ready to head off to college and everyone asks the question, like, what What do you want to be when you yep. grow up? Which I feel like is always kind of an overwhelming Super question. overwhelming. Right? I still don't like, know. I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I do remember I really did like interior design even back when I was younger. I remember I was, oh, I was probably in middle school and I had <laughs> drawn up this whole master plan for my parents about adding another level onto our home. Like I was, I was set that like adding (laughs) another level and like having a nice big, like open area where you could like look down into the living room would be so cool. And we could have our play area up there. Be way out of your way, mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, it would be easy enough just to add one more level on like just super unrealistic. Right. But I, I, drew up this whole plan and I remember like trying to negotiate with my mom I'm like if I get straight A's like would you consider this and my mom was like okay no (laughs) again she's strategic yeah and I like I liked looking through my mom's like brighter homes and or you know all of those magazines Uh when I was younger so I've always been drawn to that and I remember being a high schooler and I I had mentioned it to someone that I would want to get into interior design and they were kind of like yeah you know you could, but like it maybe wouldn't be as like safe of a decision because you oh, don't know what the demand is going to be, yeah, and whatever. And so I do think this was pre Joanna Gaines, though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> these pre- people didn't understand, right? Right. Yep. And so homebody has, isn't sitting on everybody's <laughs> coffee tables yeah. at this point, <laughs> exactly. And so I know I shouldn't have just let like one comment like that deter me from going after something like that. But I, I was thinking like, I do want to be safe. I want to make sure that when I graduate from college, that there is a job waiting for me. Yeah. And so I do really, I still like marketing. I'm glad that I did go down that path, but, um, 
if I went, yeah, I don't know if I would change anything if I went back because it still ended up where I'm sure. at now, yeah. sure. but where you need to be. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so interesting because we have this idea that we think what we know what safety mm-hmm. is, what we should do, but no one saw 2020 coming. There right. were jobs that people thought were safe that aren't anymore, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like Blockbuster thought they were safe mm-hmm. probably around that same time. Right. And it turns out they're dead now. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I work with a lot of high school kids. So that, this is the part for that, sure. that I And like I think that's worth to. noting, like things like comments like that stick with you, you know, I know. like you don't ever want to squash somebody's dream for and what sure could be. Person yeah, wasn't trying. To not at all. No, not at all. but it was one of those things where, again, I probably shouldn't have let just like one comment <sighs> like that mm-hmm. sway yep. my decision. But I do think when you're younger, like you're that, you an do. influential age. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 So, so piece of advice that people are listening: if someone, if you ask a young kid what they're <laughs> doing, kids or yeah, or whatever. So a lot of times, a lot of things like teachers uh, that I would run into is I'd ask a ninth grader what they want to do, and they grow up want to be a professional soccer player, and I like. The chances of that happening are almost zero, <laughs> pretty much zero. <laughs> right. But instead of responding that way, I always say, okay, what are you doing to make that happen? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, did you practice this morning on your own, like at 4 a.m.? Because that's probably what you have to do. Right. Like every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. Do you want to do that? Because, you know, that's what it'll take. I don't know. I just want people to a little different mentality. Lean that way approach. a little bit. Like yeah. ask them, oh, what are you going to do to make that successful? At least like. Get not so quickly close yes. the door. Yeah. Not so right. quickly. Yeah yeah. 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 That's a good piece of advice. So. Um, I have a, Tyler, <laughs> I have a thought. I have to. <laughs> Mute. <laughs> <laughs> I have to quickly stop talking when there's one ounce of silence uh-huh. before otherwise uh-huh. Tyler will fill it. <laughs> okay. So what I was going to say in like relation to the space that we're sitting in right now, I can still remember when we were in startup, when you went through startup and you were talking about at the time you were just doing, you know, the contracted design work yep. and it was still part-time, but with you had hopes that it would turn into a full-time gig. Yep. And I remember you talking about, you were at home doing it, mm-hmm. flipping your old, what, what was Quonset. the word? Yeah. I didn't the know what Quonset. that word was. A Quonset? I remember Jamie was like, what is a Quonset? <laughs> we had to like Google it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I need an image to picture. So you're going to flip your Quonset into a retail space yep. where you could partially store stuff and then partially like sell things that yep. you were making all cutesy. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that is, it's amazing to go from I one day want to do this thing to now like seeing and sitting in this space and seeing how cute it is. Yeah. And so it's like, you've had this vision yeah, for a long time, but is it and a little crazy? Of, like, variations of the, the vision, vision. Right. right, along the way. But it's not been that many years since you've, you made it all happen. No. And I mean, the Quonset thing up until we bought <laughs> this building was still like a legit thing, but, um, so the Quonset and the inside of it, it has like this really old, rustic, worn wood that's really cool and would make a really pretty space. But it's not insulated. We would have to move it. We'd have to get plumbing, heat, or, you know, all of that. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, we're talking a ton of money to get it to what I would feel comfortable, like having it as like a retail shop or yeah. even like working a out destination there. spot, yeah. Yeah, and again, it would be on our farm site too. And so when I came across this for sale listing for this building here, in terms of size, it was perfect for, you know, taking it on just as one person. It feels like it's the right size for all of that. And, you know, Wanda isn't exactly like where you're heading to go grocery shopping or do things like that. There's um, a bar that's opening up next door. There's a... um, what was it? Tina's tap. What was it? Tara's tavern. Tara's, Tara's tavern. So that's opening up next door. The Wanda state bank, actually there's a ton of traffic, even just from the Great. bank in town. But, um, and then there's also, or, you know, like the, the Legion, things like that, where it generates some activity throughout the town, but it's still not, you but know, you're not relying on not, random foot traffic to walk. Right. Right. It, yeah. it's, it's a destination yeah. when people are wanting to shop there. Sure. I feel like there's probably very few people that just like stumbled across it mm-hmm. well, yeah, as let, they're in town. Let's talk so. about that. So yep. is it open every day? I know it isn't, but like, how does how, the structure yeah. work and how do you yeah. kind of like, what was your strategy behind mm-hmm. that? So I've 
had it open just once a month. Um, and it's either two or three days of the month. So it's either like a Tuesday or a Thursday, Friday, Thursday through Saturday, Got it. Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, whatever variation yeah. works that month. Um, it felt like that's the right mix that works for me right now with me being the only person to here work. running it all. Yeah, sure. Because it does take a decent amount of time to, you know, place all the orders to get everything here on time and then unpacking it, pricing it, entering it all into my POS system and then actually hosting the shop and sure. doing whatever marketing I can leading mm-hmm. up to that. So it takes a decent chunk of my month. And so I feel like to be open any more than that would um, probably impact my design project. So I want to still sure make sure to allocate time to that. And so you basically run like an event thing. You mm-hmm. run an event every a month. monthly event. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, it's fun because there have been, I have regular customers where they actually make it like a girl's night. Yeah. And so yeah, they yeah. all come as a group and they do their shopping and then they go to one of their, you know, friends or one of the um, girls' house. They kind of drinks and dinner and whatnot. Yeah. 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 And um, I mean, like moms and their daughters come out and friends and it, it's been fun to be able to be that thing to do on sure. the yeah. weekend too. For sure. Um, I would like to lean into that a little bit more than what I have. I feel like COVID has created some restrictions Um, with the opening of the store. I wanted to do like a whole, I wanted it to be in an event where um, I wanted to see if like I could get a food truck here. And um, we actually own to the end of the street. So like we'd have space to put picnic tables and do all that stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. But then, I mean, I just was thankful I could open the doors in June. So it was kind of like, take what I can get at this point. For sure. But I would like to make it into more of that event-like thing, even more so than what it is now. Mm-hmm. So well, you're coming up on a one year then. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do a birthday party. Yes. I'm, I know. I'm sensing I'm, it not to put pressure on you, Abby. No, it, I've already been <laughs> you're thinking, already thinking about, about it. it. Yeah. I've um, thought about doing like a sip and shop event. Mm-hmm. Um even like bringing in local vendors that could also like set up camp outside of my building where it could be, you know, more than just my shop. Yeah. Sure. Well, if you want me to come, come over and, and bring it. beer, I can do it on behalf of some. Yes, other that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Cause I will I'll gladly, I will gladly come shop and yeah. mingle. Yeah. So, so I have a question about yeah. like the interior design side. Do you like, I don't know anything about it and I claim ignorance because I am ignorant. But do you, do you like go in and learn what they like? Do you have your own style? Like how do that process, do you know, do you like, someone's like, Oh, I want, uh, I'm making this up. I'm Mediterranean Celtic. Look, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Celtic? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I would ask them for a little bit more information. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. How does that, how does that process work from like when they first maybe are interested to when you actually have things showing up and you're moving in? Right. So it kind of depends on what the client is wanting. Some people just want me to come in and it might just be, you know, okay, we're wanting to just redo the living room. What are your recommendations on paint and um, maybe some furniture things? Sure. So I'm going to approach that differently than somebody who comes and is like, we're doing a full home remodel. And, and so they're, oh, I, full home. Yeah. Wow. I have a couple full home remodels that I'm doing right now or helping with that Obviously, the process is a little bit different yeah. for that. Yes. But typically, so they'll reach out and I'll get, gather a little bit more information around the project. I normally send out a design questionnaire that kind of helps Got it. Got narrow it. in on like what their style is, what rooms, their yep. budget, because mm-hmm. all of that will dictate kind of how I then approach the project. Um, and then I, of course, go and do like in-home consultations we look at it together and then like the the full home remodels that I'm doing right now, it's obviously very involved in terms of, you know, even talking with contractors and picking out all the materials, the flooring, the trim doors, um, you know, being in contact with the local lumber yards and um so yeah, it just kinda depends on what the scope. Let's keep going. Okay. Okay. It just kind of depends on what they're looking to do. So, yeah. 
And then, and people typically know their budget too. I'm guessing in yeah, some, some regard. Yeah, some people do. Some people are <laughs> a little bit more like, okay, this is what I want to do. How much is this going to cost? Okay. So sometimes I have to. <laughs> Maybe it's the exact opposite. Like, <laughs> how much is this going to cost me? Yeah. So I think it just kind of depends on some people go into it and know for sure what mm-hmm. what they're wanting to spend. Other people are kind of like, this is what we want to do. How how much you think it'll cost. And then there's obviously um, people that are on a tighter budget, so then you have to get kind of creative with the design elements that you use. Mm -hmm. Other people uh, have more of an open budget. So it it just kind of depends on who who I'm working with, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. What space it is, so. Can totally change from. Yeah. Change from project to project. And I think that's what's been... um, interesting is just trying to figure out that process when each client is so different and I like to I mean you know this yeah I I like to feel organized and like have everything that's swimming around in my head like organized somewhere else (laughs) what was that he said what's that that like (laughs) no I'm still trying to figure it out but it inching closer to it but um yeah, I don't know. Does that answer you? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like one of the things you struggle with as somebody that works for yourself, um, or somebody that works for themselves, I should say, is like, what's my capacity and what, how much am I able to do and still maintain sanity or like make a certain dollar amount, Yeah, whatever it might be. So can you talk a little bit about that and how you kind of go about solving that just for people that like me yeah. <laughs> like I don't know where do I, I cut it off <laughs> how do I say no right that I don't know if I have solved it yet, yeah but um so to to go back to 2020 so we closed on this building in February of 2020 I decided to <laughs> very reluctantly quit my job at Red Star um, just because I live in Wabasso. The The job is in Wilmer. It was an hour and 10-minute sure, sure. commute just one way. Uh-huh. And with my family, or, you know, having a young family and whatever else, along with buying this building and having these two totally. businesses, it just felt like it was the next step to make. Yeah. And then That was COVID in happened. early 2020, you said? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then COVID happened. and Were you so like, that, oh, sh- yeah, where like everything just felt, there just was so much change at one time. So between like What's quitting my happen? job and then the whole world Shutting is down. feeling an immense amount of change themselves. And so, you know, we bought this place, we were renovating it. I was buying a bunch of inventory, but had no idea when I was even going to be able to open the doors. Sure. Um, I was hoping to open them in April and it kept getting pushed back just because of the restrictions and everything that the yep. state was putting out. Um and, and because of COVID, obviously. And then um, I also didn't know how that was going to affect design projects yeah, either. Yeah, the demand for your work. If all of a sudden people are going to be like, I don't want to do anything with my home because I don't even know what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah. So it was a very weird time. So to go back to your process question, luckily, with everyone being stuck at home, <laughs> all of a sudden it was like, I need to do things to my home where maybe when you're like working outside of the home or even like traveling or you weren't paying attention to it as much. You weren't paying attention to it as much and you were using your budget on other things like traveling, going out to eat, all these other things. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it was kind of like, well, we have a little bit of extra spending money. Yeah. (laughs) So luckily the, the projects, um, were good, were good and have continued to be good. Um, I just sometimes struggle with saying, not necessarily no, but like, I can't get to it right now, but I'll, yeah. I will in whatever. Cause that feels like I'm disappointing the person who's reaching out because, yep. you know, they were really hoping to get it done by next month. And so I have a hard time yeah. yep. than being like, They're I don't have time in my schedule, right. but I will get around to it, whatever. And so I think I fell a little bit into that trap last year too, where, um, just trying to figure out like how much can I actually fit into one day? And like you were saying, like what is your capacity as one person? And so I think the whole year I was like trying to figure out what, what that actually was. And obviously last year wasn't probably, or even going into this year is probably not, 
the norm. And I think things change year after year anyway. So we're never, maybe never going to be in the norm, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think just like trying to figure it out for sure <laughs> on a daily basis of uh-huh. like how much you can take on. And I think I have a better idea now of, you know, how much putting together a layout for somebody is going to take and how much, and like blocking those times out in my calendar more so that then when somebody does ask, you know, I can say, I would love to work on it. It's just, I'm booked up through the next month or something like that. Right. Yeah. So then I'm not setting unrealistic expectations for myself or for them to expect anything. It makes you feel better knowing that like you gave them a authentic answer and then they also don't have unrealistic run realistic expectations of you. Right. Right. So managing expectations is such a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like for sure. Yeah. You, if you're, it's almost like counterproductive if you try to like, oh, I can maybe get to it. You like give them hope when really if you were just honest. I know. Yeah. You know, they're and like, they would oh, respect okay. that. Yeah. I think we do that to ourselves too. Do we you pret- guys run into that quite a bit? Every single day. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And maybe people in like the home renovation world think that, you know, it does take some time to flip my living room into <laughs> something pretty. Right, but they for some reason don't think that it takes a lot of time I, to create a video and edit. You I, know? Bet it, I bet it's, it's like, exactly the same. They don't see you sitting at your computer or designing or drawing whatever, however, whatever your process is. They probably like give some ideas and then like two days later they're like, "Hey, do you have anything yet?" <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, and and I can relate to that. It it can be tough. Yeah, for sure. the creative yeah. process is this. Yeah, You're right, and just, just make sure time. that you can deliver what you say you're going to deliver by the time that For you sure. can deliver it. And so it's just really like honing in on those processes and making sure when you are juggling it all yourself that you, here goes another job. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yes. That. We picked it up a little bit. We got that. Was that a John Deere? It sounded like it. It yep. was a John Deere. Yeah, I thought so. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just, I think figuring out your processes and I, I've really focused on, especially this last year, is just getting as efficient as possible, whether that's finding the right software that's going to make things simpler. Yeah, a lot Mm -hmm. quicker for me, or just like taking care of some of the back end work that isn't so fun to Uh do. Or, you know, I would rather be designing a living room or whatever than, you know, entering everything into QuickBooks. So it's, yeah, it's just finding ways to best manage your time. Right. And yeah, I don't know when's the right time to be like, okay, I need to expand. I need one more person. There's definitely days where I'm like, I would love to. Yeah, I need help. I need help. Yeah. And just even that collaboration piece of it, um, being able to bounce ideas off of Somebody one another, else. which I'm sure you guys are, and we were in Well, that that's the reason study. why we're still together, right, Taylor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this alone. No, it, there's, it's very true because, like, there are times, Jamie's much more, like, consistent in her emotional state, if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, she can just kind of, she can keep, like, plugging along, pretty good, cl- like, you know, clip. Pretty good clip. I'm like, <laughs> and so there'll be times when, roller coaster. I, when I'm like, I can't do this. Like mm-hmm. I need help to do this. But then the next like four days I'll, you know, get a ton of stuff done. It's nice to like, and then also for there to be progress, like all of a sudden our podcast got posted on Monday and like all the write-ups were done. I was like, Oh, and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just, uh, I, it relieves pressure. for Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. But that's, well, that was one of the questions I had for you. It was like, I know you love what you're doing, but is it hard doing it on your own? Like, yeah, so I think I think there's pros and cons to both. So mm-hmm. doing it on my own, obviously, when I have an idea to do something, you know, you, I don't have to run it by anyone. I just run with it myself. And yeah. so um, there's no hangups there, I guess. But then that could also be seen as the con, is like not running <sighs> some of those things past somebody else. Yeah. And then, not every idea I have is brilliant. It's brilliant, or like <laughs> it, it could that. be made better. And so I think... That piece of it, it's it's good and bad. It's nice that I can I can make my own schedule, and if all of a sudden you know, I we don't have daycare for a day, I'm I'm able to just kind of drop sure. everything and yep. and pick up those pieces without feeling like 
you know, you're letting down a team member or whatever. And, um, luckily I'm able to do quite a bit of what I do from home. So that, that works out nice. Um, but I do miss the collaboration piece of it. Obviously at Red Star, it was like a very collaborative environment and just being able to bounce ideas off of each other. So to go from that, then to just, <laughs> and not even just sitting on the couch, ta- yeah. shouting at each other, like random thoughts. That not, we had. Not, right. e- not even right. just the Red Star team too. I remember you talking about the building uh-huh. and we talked about it and I was like, I think you should buy it. <laughs> of course you yeah. did. Yeah. It's not my money. You should buy it. Right. <laughs> but sometimes that's what you need where yeah. you'll think ideas in your head and then you'll talk yourself out of them just because sometimes you know, I'm my own You're, worst enemy. Yes, and so sure. yeah. um, it's having that other team member to be like, yeah, do it. Which right. I do feel like Micah has definitely stepped up and helped with that piece of it. When I want to like brainstorm oh, ideas, cool. he is, um, Micah's my husband. Yes. yes. And so, and he is, he is a farmer and he farms with his brother, his grandpa and a good family friend. And so you know, they, they're always able to collaborate on, on ideas and be sure. able to share those things. And so I get envious of sometimes of them being able to, you know, bounce ideas around. And I'm sure he doesn't want to sit and talk about interior design and how I could <laughs> make things better, but he's very gracious and does offer input and is kind of like that sounding board for me sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so are friends and family. Yeah. So other people who aren't actually employees <laughs> right. step uh-huh. in and kind of fill that void, which is nice to, to have that support. We, um, there was, this is just an idea, but uh, a retail place that we um, know pretty well actually just got sold. But when they first started, um, it was two owners, but when they first started, they really didn't have like payroll to bring on people and stuff mm-hmm. so they just like put out to some of their best people like hey we're having volunteers for this event could you come and help like maybe something you could do like if you have some people that really love it come all the time like hey would I, you be willing yeah. to volunteer they're basically I like your brand ambassadors volunteers. oh you do good it's yeah, yeah. my sisters and my mom yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when i'm doing the shop my sister's or my mom will sign up for, like, I can help on Friday. Great, great. My mom will say she can help on Saturday. And I'm going to bring so, bars. Yeah, I can just see your mom already. <laughs> yeah, so that's been really nice for them. They just step up. They never have expected anything yeah. out of it. Um, I did <laughs> throw a little employee appreciation Aww. dinner. Not a volunteer appreciation yeah, dinner yeah, yeah. is maybe what it should be called. And so yeah. try to make it fun that sure. way. So. And then Micah actually is my other volunteer when it comes to installing things at people's house. So like when we're hanging things on the wall or bringing furniture in or whatever else. Need some dumb He's an MVP for sure. Yes. He does the grunt work for um, those things and has been willing to, as long as it's not like during spring or or fall when it's really busy for them. So um, my family has been my volunteers so far. Awesome support network and biggest cheerleaders. Yeah, Right. So that's worked, but... Again, there's times in spring and fall when I do need to bring furniture in and install things on the wall that Micah isn't able to be there. So it would be nice to just have somebody, even just where you can call, you still pay them, but it's more of like a, not, I don't want to say freelance, but it's like where they just step in when they can. Need to rent a guy. Yeah. Yeah, Need a (laughs) guy. Or a gal. Yeah. Or a gal. Or a gal big muscles. Rent a body. (laughs) Yes. Sounds nice. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. uh, Okay. I have a question. Do you, have I given you a turn? Okay, so <laughs> as a marketer, mm-hmm. true and true, like you went to school for marketing and then worked in that for many years. How do you market yourself, Abby? That's a good question. Because <laughs> um, we struggle with the we're the marketers that don't actually market themselves that well or yep, that much. Yep. Well, that makes me feel better. That yeah. You say so I'll that just put that out there right I away. I feel like I'm the marketer that maybe isn't <laughs> doing everything that I wish I would should or could be doing to market my own business. Um, I think after everything else gets done in a day, a lot of times that's what gets pushed to the end of my list. And I know it shouldn't. Right. I mean, I'm going against my own probably (laughs) advice to others, you know, but um, so I do, I use social as my main marketing tool. Yes. Um, Actually, Facebook and Instagram are the only places that I post my store hours and that's what has driven all my customers here. Wow. You know, it's not like I'm posting it in the newspaper or, yeah. mm-hmm. or that there's any other like set date. It's I'm really relying on 
social media to get the dates out there. To pull through. And, yeah. Yeah. To fill people in on when to come. And so that, that has been working. Um, I've made sure to obviously like document all of this stuff once sure, sure. the shop is happening. Um, I've been kind of bad at actually documenting the design projects that I get done. Um, you know, I'll wrap things up quick and then I, without even thinking about it, I won't like snap the pictures or I won't schedule the time to go back and do like staged photo shoots or sure, things like sure. that. So I have made that that's on my priority list yeah, where like I, I want to, to make do some it, of those. Yeah. yeah I yeah. want to make it more of a priority to feature some of that work more than what I have. Um, because I think that just sharing your work and love the before do. and afters oh, before yes. myself included. Yes. I just saw one of yours recently though. So you are yeah. doing that and it was amazing. It was beautiful. Yes. I'm, I'm going to try and get better with, just making the extra time to do that. The other thing I really want to do more of is blog posts. I've, I love reading them myself. I like, you know, Mm -hmm. getting all that kind of information from good bloggers and not that I want to become a blogger, but I think that you can, you know, share a lot of fun information on blogs and Mm -hmm. just kind of build your brand that way. So I'd like to get better. You're naturally a good writer too. Well, that's what you did. you're it's more, like a fun outlet for me. Okay. Yeah. To be able You're to more do that. writer than like video. That's what you'd rather do. Um, or doesn't it really matter? It doesn't really matter to me. I think I like either. I do probably more writing or have done more writing than video work mm-hmm. or any. I mean, yeah. video work is like my my cell phone and then using sure, you totally. know an app to That's great. edit that video. So I wonder if you could do little like Instagram Reels things mm-hmm. that are like, okay. This person has this weird space in their kitchen and here's what we're going to do. And here's what I do. And yeah, you could do people. I think that people would really dig to learn how to do it a little bit. Yeah. I know many videos documenting certain like a process, part of the process. Yeah. And I know a lot of interior designers that do do that kind of work or, um, you know, like interior bloggers who do the same thing. Yeah. That's like that's their job is yeah. to document those processes and help people be able to do those things on their own too. And so I would like to contribute to that a little bit um, instead of always just like taking from other, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gaining all this other inspiration from, you know, others, but it, yes, I'll hopefully be able to get there once, once there's someday a bit more extra time. Sure. I was like, what's going to, what's she going to say next? Once what? Yeah. It's like a classic. I'm going to do that once. uh, (laughs) Come up with something. We're the same same way. Everyone's the same. Oh, exactly. So uh, what, you don't have to answer this if you don't know, or if you don't want to say, but what percentage of like your business revenue and time does each one get or have? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, Actually, right now, I would say it's about 50-50. Okay. Um, I went into it thinking that it was maybe going to be like 70% design, 30 Okay. Yeah, the store would be less. Yeah, but it's it's proven to be about equal. So, And, and that could change next month, but sure. it, for the most part, has felt like it's been more 50-50. Yeah. Worth noting, too, that we talked about this before we started recording, but the store in and of itself is a huge marketing tool. Yes. You know, like, it is a destination, and people come in, and they dig your vibe, and then they go talk about it to all of their friends, and then more people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the same way our podcast does some of that, it's the same ripple effect for you. Yeah, for sure. So, don't think you're not doing as much as you should be doing, because you're doing a hell of a good job here. (laughs) Well, thank you. I do keep my... um, business cards at the front because I do sure. almost every month we'll have somebody ask like, Hey, could I grab your like contact info? Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a living room that we're really wanting to redo, yeah. or I really need help picking out paint colors or sure. so I do think, or, or they'll even just ask like, so I saw that like you have Kenwood design too, like, tell me more about that. And so yeah. it helps open up some of those conversations that I maybe would have never been able to have with those people yeah. beforehand and I think when people come in and they're trying to pick things out, I will have people bring like pictures of their space and ask, what would you do here? And then we're actually able to like 
piece together things within the oh, store cool. while while the store is open and kind of I don't know. It's like on the Help. fly design yeah. consultancy. Yeah. How do you draw the line then? Like, you're going to have to pay me for that. I think as long <laughs> as you're in the shop and like shopping my stuff, I don't feel like there's probably, I never feel or have never felt that there needs to be a line. Like a boundary yet. there. No. Okay, yeah. It. It's so been I like a quick five minute. Yeah. Even if you're in here for an hour and I'm still helping you pick things out. I don't have a problem sure. with that. Okay. So, yeah, I don't feel like I have to, at least yet, define it. Until she's got, like, that. a line of people down the block, like, waiting to get yeah. in. Because occupancy is, well, this person's designing their entire yeah. house yeah. in the front of my shop. Could you put a show. together quick layout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there would be. Then you're going to need some hard yeah. ground rules. <laughs> right. right. But, yeah, that's that's cool. The people that trust you that much that they're doing that. And it's fun, too, when I've had it where, you know, we help them piece something together and then they'll get home and they'll send pictures of, mm-hmm. you know, where they place everything. And they're like, it's perfect. I love sure. it. Like that's the ultimate compliment that you yeah. can get is when Tag they us. bring it home and they love it. And it's exactly what they were looking for. And so I right. feel like then it, it's like, okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels good. Sure. So. Other what? Questions? Well, I have more questions, but. Okay. Um, I got a final question. So. Oh, you're going to be the final question? Well, unless you have one already. I just thought of one. Well, I want to know kind of what your biggest struggle is right now with running all of these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like, again, it's just finding the time to be able to do everything mm-hmm. that needs to be done in a day. Um, sometimes it feels like it's bigger than just me being able to to get it all done and so I feel like that's probably the biggest struggle right now is just juggling it all Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like a broken record because I feel like I've already said that before but um that really does feel like the biggest struggle which I'm thankful that that's totally the only or you know that that's the struggle um yeah. Instead of it being like, oh, I don't like what I'm <laughs> doing or whatever. Like Hope I, someone comes in today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I've, it's interesting because I feel like since, you know, running these two business and, and really this being like my sole thing that I'm doing, not just side gigs anymore. Like this yeah. is what I'm doing. Yeah. I've probably never been as stressed before. Yeah. But I've also never been as happy so before. Fulfilled. So it's so weird to have that like it's very stressful, but sure. I'm also so happy doing what I'm doing. And so Yay. it's this weird Yeah. Or you know, the mix of yeah. emotions that way. Um It's like having kids. That's exactly <laughs> right. well that kind of is exactly. a follow up is like is what's the difference between now, you know, having this be your full time gig versus before work working, you know, in the marketing world. Like what does it feel like? What is the best part of what you're doing? What do you love about it? Um, well, like I mentioned before, just having customers go home and be like, oh, this is exactly what I was looking for. This is perfect. Um, or getting done with a design project and just hearing the clients say, you know, like this is what I've had envisioned in my head, but I just have never been able to pull it together. And like, this is so us. That's probably the best feeling is getting done and knowing that I was able to take you know what they wanted and what was their style and what reflected them and you know turning it into something that feels like home for them Mm -hmm. and so I've just always had a huge love for home in general yeah and so and I think there's so much more that makes up a home than obviously the furniture that's inside or you know, what flooring you picked, but when you are able to pair that all together and it feels like it reflects you, it just like takes that to a next level, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. You feel like you're living out your, your, what you were born to do, Abby. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Like I said, it's, yeah, it's just a mix of emotions on a, Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, but I do feel like I've yeah. Never loved my work as much as I do now. So, so cool. that's Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
I do it remember. Feels good. Yeah, it I remember good, early right? on, like having conversations with you about you were like fighting the ideas or like the pressure to go to school and get a degree in this thing so that I can actually do the thing. And I, and I of course was like, no, you don't need to. Yeah. Like, look how much you're kicking ass right now. Just keep doing it and learn by doing it oh, versus yeah. spending money. Okay, I for but, sure had imposter. Yeah. I know. I remember you struggled with that. Where it was kind of like, especially once I decided to go all in on it and you know, somebody would ask like, what do you do? I still felt like compelled to say I'm a marketer because that's what my education was. That's how many years, mm-hmm. you know, I've, yeah. or have spent a lot of time working in that. I don't have formal education for interior design. Um, you know, yeah. I didn't get a internship at an interior design firm to start. Like I didn't do sure. all of those steps that are maybe more typical to become yeah. an interior designer. Um, but like you, I remember our conversation uh-huh. around this where you're like, you don't have to do those things to to prove that, that you're yeah. good at something. Yeah. And, and obviously I'm glad that I didn't go back to school again <laughs> totally. yeah. because, you know, that's just that much more time. And I feel like in today's age too, there's so much information that you can gather online, whether yep. that is through, you know, other interior designers who have fun blogs where they share information or just researching these things where I might not know the answer to, but I can look it up and, and figure it out or, you know, just setting aside a chunk of time just to like look into things and be curious yourself Yeah, where you don't necessarily need that formal totally. education to learn what you need to know. Exactly. Um, which would have probably been more difficult even 20 years ago where you don't have as much access or, you know, information literally at our fingertips all the time. Yeah. 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 I just think that's inspiring to point out, you know, to somebody else that might be listening. That's like also might be hung up on that same thing. And so it's motivating. Yeah. That there's always another path and it doesn't have to be like the most, whatever you think is the right one. Yeah. And I think the more um, like interior design firms or interior designers that I've followed on Instagram or wherever I find them, I'm finding that that happens more often than maybe what it has in the past, or maybe it's always yeah, been Yeah, you're not an anomaly, know. right? Yeah, it's not like I'm the only one to, <laughs> you know, exactly. go into this career path with no... Yeah, Tyler, remember when you went to school for videography and <laughs> yeah, and marketing and all yep. that uh, <laughs> formal education you did to but run I, your agency? I was gonna make. I was gonna mention like, I think social media has had a big impact on people being able to do this because before it was the interior design firms buying up all the advertising, mm-hmm. and like you would be a designer in there, but you're just a piece, and mm-hmm. like it was the firm that said, "Look the work we did." Yes. Now you have individuals that can say, "Look at the work I did," and people don't give it if they, you know, they just see the picture and they're like, "I like that stuff." Oh, yeah. My stuff, like that stuff. Yep. Yeah, I like you. I like yeah. what you're doing. It's much yeah. more Trust of just you. a meritocracy. Like if you're right. good, you're gonna be good. Yeah. So I think that's been a little bit of a hump to get over too, is just to feel like when somebody asks what you do, confident, like to say I'm an interior designer and not feel like I'm an imposter yes. sure. <laughs> by saying that has been, and I feel like it's getting better the longer that I'm doing it. Um, mm-hmm. It feels more natural. Yeah. So I think it just felt maybe a little unnatural before because I had spent so long saying I'm a marketer instead. Yeah. So yes. it just was this switch a little bit. So for maybe sure. you like you learn like, a more natural way of describing what you do. At first you're like, well, if you have 10 minutes, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, at, right. and you kind of, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but at least now, like you probably have some quick ways that you say it. Like that sounds silly, but it's, it's a reality. I remember mm-hmm. I've only recently, maybe in the last year mentioned what I do. Otherwise I was always like, if I meet people, they're like, you're a teacher, right? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's more comfortable. It's just easy right, for me. Yeah. To- yeah. It's so. easier without put you yeah. in a box, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or even to say, like, <laughs> I'm an interior design firm, but it's me. <laughs> you know, sure. I did notice a couple times you said we, which I loved. I'm like, I got did, a team of I did the we thing all the time. <laughs> we, I know. Totally. We'll do that. Yeah. We've got it. <laughs> I've got our team on that. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. By we, it's like either me and my sisters and mom who are help- my volunteers yeah. Yeah. is the is the we, but yes. otherwise it's pretty much no doubt. me. But no doubt. So is this your final question? Yep. This is the final question. So you have this beautiful place. 
in Wanda, Minnesota, and assuming things like keep going well, does it does it stay here? Does it something different? What's the next thing? Glad your final question was the same as mine. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Um. So I would say for right now, it feels like it makes sense to be here. Luckily, just, you know, posting the dates on on social media has been able to reach enough people, and apparently it's not, you know, the travel isn't a big enough barrier for people not to come. Uh And so, um, and again, I think going back to the, making it more of like an event or an outing, it's it's something to go and do. Um, I think people are more willing to travel then. Um, In terms of growth. I mentioned earlier that we do own to the end of the block. And so there is a little bit of extra space that if I would ever outgrow this building, I could potentially see us maybe adding on in the future. Mm -hmm. It's not in the plan at all right now, but it is a possibility that if, if I outgrow this space that we do have the option to build on that way. So got it. Yes. Would it ever be like a a Shopify store, would ever be anything that is more online? I've thought about that. And I think Mm. if I would ever expand to that, I would need to hire. Or, you know, it would be something where I would have to expand beyond just me to do that. Um, I would love to do that. I actually get quite a few messages every shop where people will say, like, will you ship it to me? Or can, you know, can I order it? you send me an invoice and, you know, my sister will swing by and pick it up at some point or, Mm -hmm. so I have had some of that and I have shipped things off when people message me about it from just like the videos that I take of it beforehand. They'll be like, that vase in the front, that's nice. Yeah, they just like eye something and boom, you've made a sale through Instagram stories. Right. So I have done that to obviously a very small degree of like shipping things out, but it just, there's a lot of logistics for sure behind totally. all of that. And yes. so I think that would, I would need to grow the team in order to do something like that. But I would like to someday. Yeah. And I think obviously in our day and age, having access to order stuff online, it would open up to a lot more volume, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the reason why I brought it up is like, you can stay in Wanda right. as long as you can ship stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah I yeah. do not have any plan or I don't, Right. I'm feeling pretty good here. Not to say that that won't change sometime down yeah. the road, but um, I feel like it's for sure serving its purpose right. here. So Yeah. And the design side of things? Do you think you'll ever have another Abby-ish Pro- person? <laughs> I think that would be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to bring somebody else on that, again, we could like brainstorm ideas with or just pass things off when you know when things are busy or even just being able to take more on take more projects on so you don't have to say yes I would love to do this but I can't get to it you know for another two months because of all the other projects or whatever so I would love to do that someday Mm -hmm. too and I don't know when's the right moment to make that plunge but I think what I've like found is it's usually the right person not the right moment right like the right person comes and you're like yeah, I should probably like it might not be Jump perfect, but like they would be perfect. So yeah, you know oh, that's I mean? good advice. Yeah, wait for the right or person. work and life probably. Yeah, mm. just wait for them to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even look for them. I'm walking down the street in Wanda, <laughs> hey, or rolling down the street in, in that tractor. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for doing yes. this. Yes, well, thank you for, for taking the me. time. Thanks for making the trek to Wanda. Um, I, I will be back. Have you. I will yes. be back with somebody else that's going to shop with me besides Tyler. My wife. My you wife. don't want to shop? I well. will just give her the card <laughs> because we're okay, buying a new house fair. this year. So, Ooh, so I'm sure congratulations. she's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, you come back with his wife and then mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys can have like a private shopping. I'll be tour. the driver. <sighs> Perfect. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to, Good to go. Tina's. Tara's. Tara's Tavern. Tara's Tavern. Tara's Tavern. <laughs> Tara's Close. Tavern. Got it. All yes, right. that will be open by then. Heck so you yeah. Can swing on over. Belly up. <laughs> Tara's <laughs> Tavern. Talk to Tara for a bit. <laughs> Interview her. She'll be next on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure she would love to. Oh, can't wait. I have a vision of Tara, but I don't I know. think that's what it actually is. <laughs> I don't think we have the same one, but I also have a really fun one in my head. She's super nice. <laughs> right. Got it. All okay. Right. Well, thank thank you. you, Abby. Well, yes, thanks, guys.